You're listening to Look at My Records. This is episode 143. For this edition of the podcast, I welcomed Shred Flintstone back to the program. A lot has changed for this New Jersey trio since their first appearance on Look at My Records way back in episode 42. They've released two albums and they just dropped their latest EP, Shred's Dead, last month. Their latest four-song release represents a big step in a more psychedelic direction for the band, complete with a healthy heaping of face-melting riffs. During our interview, we talked about the recording sessions for Shred's Dead, which happened in drummer Joey Giambra's basement. How their break from touring this year helped them focus on writing new songs, how their sound has evolved since their very first EP, Cartoon Physics, and a whole lot more. We'll dive into the interview right after the jump. If you're interested in hearing more episodes of Look At My Records, they're available on all streaming platforms. Please remember to rate, review, like, and subscribe on your platform of choice. I also encourage you to check out the Look At My Records website where you can find reviews, premieres of new songs, specially curated playlists, and a whole lot more. Check it out at lookatmyrecords.com. All right, I'm here with Joey and Dan of Shred Flintstone. So, how's everything been going with Shred Flintstone? I'm sure it's been a tough year for the band because it's been universally a tough year for basically everyone in the entire world. What have you guys been up to the last six or so months? Oh, man. Um... Well, we had, I mean, like most bands, we had like a whole tour and everything, a, bunch, a few tours planned that we had to cancel. Uh, yeah. But, you know, even after Shred's dead. With that. Um, we've just been practicing when we can, preparing for the release that we're doing now and writing. We got like two new projects that we're writing right now. And yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, it. I can imagine it being particularly tough on Shred Flintstone because you three are road warriors, you tour mm-hmm. a lot, you love playing live and hitting the road all over the country. How were you able to adapt? Did that really hurt not yeah. being able to get out and play shows this year? Um, it, For me personally... Yeah, it sucked, but at the same time, it's been really refreshing to take a step back because we've played so many shows over the past like three years, like, and it's never stopped. To have this long of not, I've never gone this long without playing a show, and it's, I feel like I'm gonna approach it from an entirely new perspective, if and when sh- you know shit comes back. I feel like I'm really glad that, you know, we got this break because we got to reass yeah, we got to reassess like what, what we wanted to do as a band. And right now I'm really fortunate that we could just like during this quarantine, we decided to just like pump out a lot of like to work on a lot of content right now. And I feel like, you know, content's everything. Live shows is a thing, but having, you know, as much music as you can is also really something great to have in your back pocket. And also just for everyone to enjoy. It's, it's also given us a time to, kind of figure out where we the direction all three of us mutually want to go because the project started off more as like my project and I just wrote the songs but now it's like a completely collaborative project and Ed and Joey take what I want to do in so many different directions and vice versa and just this time without playing shows has helped us really kind of connect in in what we actually want to do and I think it's made us a lot better for it yeah you three really seemed like you were coming together in a real cohesive unit before this all happened so did that just 
grow and develop even further or did this is this something that this collaborative aspect and this growth as a band is this something that you really saw take a big step forward this year while you had this time off of the road or was it something that was kind of already starting for the three of you i think it was we were already headed that way but this has just kind of amplified it because we haven't been distracted by anything else yeah, we haven't had, we didn't have like shows to be like, oh, we, we want to work on content, but then we have, but we have to play the show. But now we've just been spending time like producing like new sounds, figuring out what exactly what we want our, what we want our sound to be. And it's just, it's ever changing. And I'm really happy about that. And this has given us a lot, this quarantine has given us some time to like play around with new, new, I, like sounds, new everything you know so tell me what you want shred flintstone to sound like in listening to shreds dead which is out now you guys are definitely heading in a more psychedelic direction and i could even hear it a little bit on lois as well what direction are you heading in what's inspiring you what kind of sounds do you want to make with your music going forward i I think we're not we're not so much motivated. Well, thanks for what you said. It's cool that you got that impression from it. But I think going forward, we're not motivated by so much by what we sound like. I think we just want to do something, each new project, um, make them kind of different from the next, you know? So I don't know if it's a sound that we're focusing on more as just having us all be on the same page. Oh, I don't, Joey, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, I was just saying, what I what I pick up from it is that I just feel like just recently, I guess it really is just this trio that we have, but making music together, we've just been having, making, like having a lot of fun trying different stuff and we're not yeah. trying to be so serious about it. Any Like not trying to be so crazy serious about it. We're just having a good time and like focusing on like, not literally not focusing, but making just, new stuff and different than anything we've made before and it just keeps ever changing i agree with that joey for sure i think that what we've been writing is definitely the most fun we've had writing stuff i think like there's i don't know it just it seems to be coming out easier since we're connecting more and we're taking it less seriously in a way not that we don't take the band seriously but we take the we don't want to make like as serious of music you know we want it to just be fun for us and whatever comes out comes out yeah i I totally know what you mean because my impression of you guys is you do take the band seriously but as far as the songwriting process you're trying to loosen up a bit and let whatever happens happens naturally between the three of you be organically shred totally that's put put that in quotes on the shreds dead record (laughs) <laughs> we we've been highly influenced by LMFAO as of recent so like was it if that doesn't tell you anything then... <laughs> first thing we can we can quote with with Ed is that we all agree that we sorry for party rocking <laughs> and I'm sexy and I'm know it are been our biggest influence it's classic it's art man of course that it is that is art our it's called body e- appreciation our next record is going to be Sorry for Party Rockin' 2. Oh my god. This is such a bad joke. I'm sorry. No, I'm into it. I, I love... I'm revisiting the LMFAO catalog once we're done oh with this god. interview. Oh I'm going to enjoy yeah. it thoroughly. Go for it. So Good luck. Tell me about Shred's Dead. It's out now. It's your brand new four-song EP. Like I said, it's definitely shreddier, more psychedelic than your previous stuff. How'd you record this? Did you record it yourself? I know each release you've had, you've basically recorded somewhere different with different people. So I'm curious what you did with this one. Ed, actually, our bass player, who's not here right now, recorded it himself. He's he's like a mastermind and instead of this we actually went into it not these were demos (laughs) originally we didn't go into this trying to make an ep but we just went down in joey's basement and recorded them real quick and they came out way better than we thought they were going to and then ed was like i can just run with these and we can start working on these as if it's the actual ep and we did that and it turned out exactly how we wanted to 
And I think a great thing working with Ed, who's in the band, is that we were able to get the exact sound that we wanted. I feel like with past recordings, we just, because the person recording us wasn't in the band, we couldn't get the sound exactly how we wanted. And Ed just knew how to get it done. Yeah, that's got to be a different experience working with someone within your own band because every other release you've worked with, you worked at In the West with Lois, and then before that you went to a studio in Philly, I believe, and then Cartoon Physics was with Max Roush. So that's cool that you kept it within the band, and it's you know definitely gives it its own unique shred sound i'd say those are all great studios too it's it's not anything against working with other people it's just sometimes you know only you know what you want and we wanted to approach this one minimalistically and differently and it's just it's just really good i love the way ed records so and you know when you you know when you record something sometimes you feel like you're a little bit hesitant, especially if like, like I'll be, like, be honest, like we, we recorded the, uh, the live stuff all in one day is, you know, four songs, but like, you're like, it sounds really, really good. Is it, are we being too confident or does it like sound gr- like the way it does? And we, we loved it since then. And you know, if it's, if it feels right to you, don't change it, you know, don't overthink it. It was, it was way less pressure to recording mm-hmm. this yeah. way. Like, cause we could just do it whenever we wanted and work on it in whatever time frame we wanted. It, we weren't like rushed in the studio and freaking out in the, you know what I mean? Yeah. The whole the whole recording process can be crazy when you're being timed in a studio. But it, this was way less pressure and I think it came out good because of that. Yeah, what I really liked about it was I think it captured the raw energy of your live shows on the Shreds Dead EP. Was that something you were going for? Is it really important for you to kind of capture that raw energy that you guys bring to your live shows? Yeah, I mean, honestly, this time, I feel like when we recorded it, this we actually recorded it this this EP live. A lot of the times we did a lot of plugins, but on this one we did very minimal plugins just from vocals and doing a little lead guitar. But the other ones we plug we, we may plug in like five guitars or or I'll just do the drum track by myself like we did with uh, certain tracks on They're Not There. But this time it was just all live, and that's capturing what we do live. It's just as, as you know, just in so, like album form. Yeah, and we were we were kind of getting to a place where our live performances were completely different from the music that we yeah. had recorded. Yeah, true. And it just didn't feel right, and we really wanted to make a record that that exemplifies who we are live. Because I feel like so many of the, I guess, fans we've made have been from live performances. And I mean, it's not, we don't we're not like a viral internet famous band like most of the most of the notoriety we get is from playing live and most of the people we meet is from playing live. So we wanted to make music that sounds like us playing live. And to be completely honest, I'm a big fan of, you know, make the song how you want it to be. And if you, when you play it live, you know, you have to just adjust to that. But I feel as though, you know, you can also reverse that where making it sound like your live performance just truly is like, like, an example of who you sound like as a band. I I like like I love I love music that has like extra like way extra instruments and whatnot. But you know, it's just the three of us. We got to make it sound like how it's going to be. You know, exactly. Yeah, and even though it's just the three of you, you're able to capture really big, thick, heavy, heavy sound. Sometimes it sounds like there's more than one guitar on the tracks. What, what techniques do you use recording or pedal-wise that kind of achieve that? I think that's... We honestly were... We weren't going for like a for the EP, like a, a big, round sound. Like We wanted it to be kind of thin and kind of classic sounding, how a lot of older garage records are not very dynamic in terms of like all of the sounds you can hear but i think it's more just the energy that yeah. makes it feel like that maybe i'm also like a from my and we played it live like joey said yeah sorry to cut you off oh yeah no no worries no that, that, that is true um i mean from my from 
Oh, well, the reason it sounds like kind of like gr like grandioso in a way, I where I come from when it comes from from like my drumming style, like a lot of the music on our on our albums sort of have like this really like doomy, like a uh, very like heavy like umbrella type sound, just because of just that's just outside of this type of music. I like I like listen to more noisy, uh, doomy type music, so I just kind of bring that also into like my natural sound when it comes to like songwriting very boomy like crash cymbal sound ride cymbal etc yeah joey's drumming i think is probably the the root to to that type of sound and um i don't know I, i'm grateful to have i'm grateful to have joey in the band <laughs> me too i said it so reluctantly it's like <laughs> oh god damn it i'm saying it no i mean it i'm grateful that joey Dan and Ed are shred Flintstone. Yes. We are so glad that Tom is Tom Gallo. Thank you. Oh, look at my records. I am too. <laughs> so, so as I've alluded to, your sound has definitely evolved a lot since 2017 when you put out Cartoon Physics. But I like asking this question of bands. How do you think your sound, when you reflect on it, has evolved in that uh, three to four year period. I think me personally, uh, writing the songs, I just feel way more like I understand writing songs more. Like the ones in the past were just, not that I'd call them immature, but I don't know. I just, I wasn't as experienced in life. I didn't really understand the craft of making music as much as I m sort of do now. I still don't really understand it, but. I don't know. They just came from a different place, an earlier place. Um, I, I think that, yeah. I just well, from you know playing with you, I feel like your your sound has just matured, and like it's it's also going into your your lyrics, especially um, how you want it to be different. Like when it comes from like our old stuff, we a lot of people used to just call us a pop punk band. Yeah. Yeah, like, 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 like I'd say more like an original pop punk. Cause like whenever anyone thinks of pop punk, they're thinking like. I don't know, like a like a day to remember, four years strong type shit. But like, no, I don't know. It's like just like poppy rock. That's just what we sounded like. And now we've kind of gone into like, oh, what's sort of taking this psych? Let's just like take all that psych stuff that we like, like listen to even when we form shred and actually do that. So and I wouldn't even call it psych. It's more just like I don't know, minimal. We're more embracing our three-piece minimalistic uh, tendencies and running with that and how, learning how to make that work instead of trying to instead of trying to make like pop songs i feel like we've actually insinuated the word shred into some of our yes music <laughs> writing legitimately we have yeah absolutely, absolutely. yeah good job dan <laughs> so what what songs are you most excited to play live next time you could play live again oh man um i don't know shit list is always a fun one to play I, oh i also love good track. song actually hinges might be one of my favorites to play yeah that's yeah that's uh that's one of the tracks that isn't isn't a single but that, that'll come out with the album yeah that was a uh, that ed does the vocals on that one actually that was yep. ed wrote most of that song um you get to hear a feature from Ed Boy. It's not a, not even featured. He's he's the front man on that song. Hmm, excited to play live. Like we don't even, because we don't even know when we're going to be going back. We like we still have a lot of other like new songs to play. But yeah. New one, I'm excited to play. Um, yeah, new one, I'm excited to play. Trashed or uh, or hinges. But like if I'm, if we do talk about an old song, I think it would be great if. I'm gonna, I've been trying to convince these guys. I don't know if you know this song, Tom, called Parkway. It's the first track off of our... I, I'm, our on, I'm on the Parkway. I'm on the Parkway. Official, that's yes. the official title. Good Jeff. song. Yes. But that, was our, that was our file. Like, that was like our like a, like a set list name. It's like, oh, Parkway? Parkway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm on, Joey, I'm on. Joey wants us to play that song, and we never, we never agree on it. But maybe after all this time off, we'll play. Do, do you see yourselves revisiting older songs and maybe playing them differently, like you had kind of mentioned earlier that you're playing some of your older stuff a little differently now? 
Do you see yourself doing that more, or are you ready to move forward with new material? I'm personally ready to move forward, but sometimes, I mean, <laughs> what, do you, what were you going to say, Jerry? I had this, I had this hilarious idea the other day. I so I was hanging with a friend, and they showed me the B, a B side to Wave of Mutilation. It was called a U, it was the UK Surf Edition, and it was just a, a way yeah, slower yeah. version. Yeah, dude, I thought it would be so. We used to we did this live once where we played Happy Song in sort of a same manner, and I thought that'd be really sick if we did that. Like, do some sort of weird remix of it or something. I don't know. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> but I'm down, Joey. <laughs> so, Joey, let's. I like playing Happy Song slow. It's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Cool. So, Shred's dead. It's out now. Everyone, get it. Shredflintstone.bandcamp.com. You can get it on limited edition vinyl. Why, why'd you call it Shred's dead? I feel like Shred is very much alive and <laughs> prospering. Well, I mean, that's the irony of it, I think. Um, I felt like that was... I don't know. Honestly, we were getting ready to practice one day. And I got out of the car, and I, I don't remember if it was me or Ed, but one of us said to the other, we're like, Shred's dead. And then we just started practicing. And then I was like, I think that's going to be the name of our next EP. And Joey and Ed were, were like, yeah. And then it just, there was no really real reason. It was more like a, maybe a subconscious reasoning that I'm not sure of. It's also just kind of a funny term to say, Shred's dead. Yeah, I mean, it's we kind have- of ir- ironic now that no one's playing music. So yeah. I don't know. There was a there was this other like there was one at one time I had this I kept joking about this idea that we we make like a fake post like a a fake breakup post or whatever and that's where the idea of shreds <laughs> like in my mind came from but like obviously no we didn't want we were like yeah no one would give a shit if we even made that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd you know, give I a guess shit. I could... I'd be devastated. <laughs> oh, Rich no. would be I... upset too. Rich oh, yeah. would be upset. Our boy Rich. Shout out to Rich Shout from Bloodless. Bloodless. And but Jared. Yeah, yeah, can't forget Jared. Um, I guess I don't know. Maybe, maybe if I could try to put some sort of meaning on it, we're just kind of like I felt not reinventing ourselves, but kind of like saying this one phase of shred flintstone is over this is now a new phase of shred flintstone that's kind of maybe if i could put in the words maybe shred rebirth yeah. like a phoenix from the phase. ashes <sighs> phase turn the page chapter two in this exactly. long epic shred flintstone story mm-hmm. maybe in like 10 years we'll we'll, we'll make a little money <laughs> yeah Probably next year. You'll we'll be see. on the road next year. Hopefully, we'll go yeah. to South by and we'll hang out, have beer and truth. stuff. That would be so amazing. I like Austin a lot. Tell me about the trashed video. I know you worked with Spaghetti Jesus, right? Joshua Bruce. His moniker is Spaghetti Jesus. And how'd you link up with him? How'd he? you collectively come up with the concept it's really trippy and cool i like it a lot oh man that was that was fun making that video with him um i don't know we've known him through music he's done like visuals at some of our shows before so we yes, hung out that's right yeah we've, we've hung out with him and i always wanted to work with him i just we never had the right time for it and then we agreed that we should hit him up for that song. We thought it would fit his style. Um, and it ended up turning into two videos we made with him, one for Shitlist as well. And for the trash video though, oh God, <laughs> where do I start, Joey? Oof. Um, we, oh, right. So there's this crazy visual we got um, kind of where I'm in the basement and the camera's like right in my face and like we're doing there's a whole lot of feedback on Joey playing the drums and Ed playing the bass. And that was just from experimenting. Like we weren't even trying to make the video look like that. Like we were just goofing around in the basement with his cameras and we were like, whoa, this looks crazy. And we just recorded the video partially like that. And then we built the whole city out of like cardboard and cardboard and garbage. <laughs> yeah. Like took us like two, a couple hours to build that whole city. 
It was a lot of fun. I thought we were just gonna make like stupid like like the beginning of the Sorry for Party Rock and uh, music <laughs> video, the cardboard city. I thought we were just gonna make like boxes, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we know what, what was it? Ed Ed was going off. He was like making like a he made like a building that made like, a satellite, like like a satellite, and like he like made he started making this crazy old whole town, and I like I don't know glued some shit sideways. Nice. I don't know <laughs> I, when we. Yeah, when we burned it down, it was like way hotter and way more intense than I thought it was going to be, because it was just all like styrofoam and spray paint, and I guess that burns really fast and hot. Yep, definitely, <laughs> definitely paint definitely <laughs> catches on fire very quickly. Very flammable paint. Yes. Lesson: These are lessons that we all learn at some point in life. Yeah, spray paint, styrofoam, and cardboard is quite the combination. All right. So, shout out to Spaghetti Jesus yeah. for the great visual he's done video. A, he's done a lot of good videos. If you haven't seen his videos there, he's yeah he, he's really good at what he does. Cool. Thank you, Spaghetti Jesus. So, let's play some songs from the EP. So, when you recorded it live... The three of you played live. Some people have a different, I guess, definition of recording live. So you, the three of you set up in Joey's basement and just recorded everything, played each song through. Is that what we did, Joey? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, besides vocals. Vocals we did last, just to yeah. finalize them. That was really it. Like, like, like how we played it in that live moment because like we said it was just a uh, just like oh just wanted the t- uh, edward just wanted to test out some uh microphone positions for the drums and he's like oh let's just get some of our songs down and they sounded so perfect there was nothing like, like there was nothing to change why uh, there was no need to do anything else with it sick yeah that That's was cool thank shout out to my parents having a good basement <laughs> before i yeah. moved, before i moved out yeah we did wow. that we did that all in like a couple hours damn that's so. beautiful Mm-hmm. That's truly beautiful. Yeah. It was fun. It was very relaxing. I think it worked out because we weren't trying. That's good. Sometimes no pressure is the best because then you do your best, most natural work. Yeah. I, I agree wholeheartedly. So let's play songs from the EP and tell me a little bit about these tunes before we play them. Right now we're going to play Shit List, Hinges, and Trashed. So tell me a little bit about these tunes before we play these three songs. Which one? Tell me about shit list. <laughs> Give me the lowdown on the list of shit. Uh, <laughs> we're troublemakers and some people don't like us. So it's just like, hey, you know. Oh, well, fuck them. We're on the shit list, you know. That's about it. You're not on my shit list. You're definitely not on my shit list. So tell me about hinges, like door hinges. Um, that was Ed's idea. He, um, there was an old song. I don't even remember what song it was, but, um, I think it was called hinges and he just kind of like based the song around that song, except we made it our own. So I wouldn't, I don't know if it's a cover, but it's like, influenced a lot from that song that wasn't even that either he just uh, he just took the line from it oh really that wasn't yeah. it yeah no he didn't do anything else that was like a whole that was like wholly our song from that oh okay yeah it's a gnarly tune and i never say gnarly i only say gnarly. it when it's appropriate and it's a very gnarly fucking tune thank you yeah it's a, it's a compliment of the highest order <laughs> bless up and and trashed the first single from shreds dead trashed yeah that that one is just like i don't know people can make what they want from that one i love trash i love get it i love getting trashed responsibly yeah all this good stuff yeah exactly i want whatever you got from it mr gallo another awesome riff riffy tune i love it thank you sir. so let, let's play these three songs and then when we get back shred flintstone will be talking records they'll be looking at records we'll be playing records so from shred flintstone's brand new ep shreds dead 
We're going to hear Shitlist, Hinges, and Trashed. You can get the EP at treadflintstone.bandcamp.com. It's also available on all streaming platforms. We'll be back.
We're back. We heard three awesome songs from Shred Flintstones. Brand new EP, Shred's Dead. Hey, if you like what you heard, I know you did. Go get the EP at shredflintstone.bandcamp.com. You could also listen to it on your streaming platform of choice. We heard Shitlist, Hinges, and Trashed. Great song, Shred Flintstone. You guys are incredible. You're incredible. Thank I you. think I think you're incredible. Bless up, as Joey said before we played the songs. Blessings. Very many blessings, yes indeed. So many blessings in this world. Can't wait till Shred Flintstone melts my face. It'll happen again in person in the it, future. It will happen. I'm saying it, I know it, I'm speaking it into the world. Twenty twenty one. Yes. And right now, you picked some records from our record collection. We're going to play them. This isn't your first rodeo. You were on episode 42, some 100 episodes ago. So you know how this goes. Tell me, what'd you pick? What's up first? What's up, Joey? All right, I'll tell you. I picked the Gories out of here. Hell yeah. Great garage band from Detroit who were inactive for a while, but they've been active the last few years. They played up here in New York. Yeah, last year, I think 2019, I almost went. I think I went to another show, though. So they're doing their thing. They're back. This record's great. I love that record. It's it's a good record. Why do you love it? Tell me. I like it just because it's, like, really minimal. It's really... uh kind of the sound i feel like not not that we're trying to sound like anybody else but i don't know i just love minimalistic music that um sounds good while not using a lot of different instruments and dynamics they're just making good songs that are fun yeah also has that like cool vintage garage feel Mm -hmm. and i also really like the vocals that in that band the very like forceful kind of tough but not too tough i like it good pick dan what song would you like to hear oh there's see my favorite songs aren't on that record though but i only chose that record because you didn't have the other one which is called i know you be house rocking but out of here i i don't know they there's that popular song there it's quite called there but for the grace of god go i you could play that one. that's a that's great a song we're going to play it. There you go. All right. What What's next? All right. So for my selection, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go like, cause when I, when I went under Discogs, I just went A to B, A to Z. So start with, uh, Buzzcocks or get, uh, singles go steady just cause, uh, uh, I just like that compilation. I have that. I have that at home. It's a great compilation. I love the Buzzcocks. It was sad when Shelley died last year. I was sad. Oh, right. I it was from COVID this year. I thought it was from COVID this year, but yeah, no, I forgot about that. Yeah. And what single from Singles Going Steady would you like to hear? Love to listen to the first one, Orgasmatic. Awesome. And any other records, Shred Flintstone, that you'd oh. like to hear? Yeah, Ed picked a record. Let me look at what he sent me on my text messages. He said, North by North by the Bats. Awesome. Yeah, but he he said that's his favorite uh, song because, in his words, uh, the bass tone is the one that I'm constantly chasing. The Bats are very good, and they just announced that they're putting out a new album later this year, so... They are also my favorite band to ever come out of New Zealand. So I'm going to have to listen to them after this interview. I've never really dove into their discography before. They're, they rule. North by North is a good place to start, too. That's a really good song. It's cool. kind of like, some people happy most of the time. That's my New Zealand impression. I would love to be happy most of the time. That sounds really great. Yeah. It's a, yeah, totally. Any other <laughs> picks, Shred Flintstone? Um, I picked... Hmm. You know what? I wanted to pick records kind of towards the theme of the record we made. So I also picked uh, the Ramones' first record. 
just because of once again the minimalism of the songwriting and the recording style and i just i feel like that that record probably influ influenced me the most making this record out of any of the ones i found in your discography if we go on that theme uh <laughs> just because it was in there uh uh oc's floating coffin uh the one uh, idiot had reminded me a lot of uh, writing t uh, tunnel time, uh, one uh, later in that album. Totally, yeah. I hear the OCs in Shred Flintstone, and that's a good thing. They're crazy. You ever see them live? It's really like an insane experience. Yeah, they're really fun. They're one of the only bands that can like make me lose my mind, like in a live performance. Like you really got to get me like. If you want to get me going, you got to be on that level, and they're on that level. Yeah, I want to see Shred Flintstone and the OCs touring together someday. Shred would be a great opening act. Hey, you get the crowd all riled up. <laughs> tell them to hit us up. We don't need that much money. Yeah, I'll tell Rich. I was yeah. like, Rich, come on. Let get that done, man. Let's tell Rich. Get okay, that done, good. Rich. How, you, how'd you guys meet Rich, by the way? Great guy. Friend of mine. He's your manager now. Love that guy. Yeah, I think we like started following each other on Instagram, and I, I think I emailed him one day. Yeah, that, that was how we met. And then we uh, we went, we got a drink, and we talked. Me, Joey, and Ed met up with him at the Broadway, and we just <laughs> we talked about what we wanted to do. And he was like, "I like what you're doing. I want to try to help you guys do what you want to do." And He's a really outgoing, personable guy, so it, it was just kind of like really easy to uh, to talk with him and get things started. Ray from the Down and Outs, I gotta say, I was really, I was really, I appreciate him a lot because he also recommended us to Rich from the beginning. He's like, if you wanted to like branch out of Brooklyn, you should definitely head up, head up Shred Funstone. He told us like one time, Ed and I went to the city and hung out with him. And I was like, holy shit, that's, that was super nice of you. Ray's, Ray and the Down Nuts have always been really super nice guys to us. Yeah, and actually, one time I was like, I was getting off the train after work. And it was around the time when I, I had like just hit Rich up and I was thinking like, should we work with them? Like, And then I got off the train, like as I was thinking that, and I saw these little like fake plastic vampire teeth on the ground, just by themselves on the ground. And that's their symbol for their, their, com their like um, group. You're and I just, right. I was like, this, this is a, a little sign here. The universe is giving me. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I never told anybody that. Dude, that's now. fate. Whoa. Yeah. That is fate, man. Um, yeah. That is fate. Call it what you will. Well, that's just, that's just a beautiful thing. All right. We're going to play your records. We're playing them. <laughs> play we'll the records.
Well, you've tried it just for once, found it all right for kicks. But now you find out that it's a habit that sticks and you're on all gasmatics. You're on all gasmatics. Sneaking in the back door with dirty magazines. So your mother wants to know what all the stains on your jeans. And you're on all gasmatics. You're on all gasmatics. Oh, gas, I'm at it.
rat Beat on the rat with a baseball bat Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh ho Beat on the rat, beat on the rat Beat on the rat with a baseball bat Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh ho We heard Shred Flintstone's excellent record selections. Dan, Joey, so great to have you on again. 
So much has changed <laughs> since episode 42. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. <laughs> the, That's so funny. The to world say out loud. is on fire. The world is on fire. But I, I thankfully, like we still have Shred Flintstone music to listen to. I feel like I've been for the past six months just like listening to news and listening to podcasts and whatever I'm listening to. And I hear people say what you just said. And I've never experienced someone saying it to me before. So it's funny to hear someone <laughs> say, say that over in this format. Uh, I think that has solidified uh, it. We are now officially in a global pandemic. Yeah. Everyone go vote in November. So yes. we have a chance of survival, kind of. Vote for Shred. And don't vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, vote, vote for, for Shred, Shred Flintstone. <laughs> I know, Dan, you were, you were running up. Oh, speaking of, Dan, oh you were God. running as a write-in candidate, right? Against Mikey Shirell or whatever, yeah. right? In a, a sort of, I was pseudo-running. The, the, the Sunrise Hub of uh, Montclair that I'm a part of not, sort of nominated me. I didn't really run a campaign or anything. I was just like... Sure, write it. Use me as a write-in name, uh, but yeah, no. Our, our our representative is super centrist. She's like practically a Republican. I don't know. So there's a whole lot of issues with her. her corporate Democrats. Record co corporate Democrat that we're not a fan of. Nope. Yeah. Well, we will continue the fight, and maybe the four of us—me, Dan, Joey, and Ed—will run for Congress. <laughs> Just as one entity. Let's take over North Jersey, all the districts. Yes. Let's kill all yeah. the Absolutely. <laughs> Let's just gerrymander our districts together. Yes. And then it'll oh just be God. the four of us. Uh-huh. We're coming for you, U.S. House of Representatives. <laughs> yes, we are. We will be there in D.C. We'll see you there. a degree of face melting. We're going to melt your face Mikey, whatever your name is, Ed, and other people that suck. I'm going to qu question the attorney general with my guitar. I will play him. That's, <laughs> a, good, that's a good idea. That's what we need to restore faith in humanity and our country. Yeah, there should be more guitars in the halls of Congress. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for it. That's a good platform to run on. Yeah. So we've been talking a little bit about, you know, politics and stuff and current situation in the world. Have you been involved in any activism or things like that in the last few months? Uh, well, I know for for uh, for local purposes, I've been working uh, with a lot with the uh, with the uh, Black Lives Matter movement in Jersey City, uh, especially with Black Lives, uh, sorry, Black Men United and the Anti-Violence Coalition, Solidarity JC, the Got Love Foundation. A lot of these guys all work together into one group for Jersey City. They've been doing an amazing job. Uh, I always say, especially when it comes like, especially when it comes to like November, uh, you know, no matter what happens, every the most important thing is worrying about your local government. So. Try like try to worry about ha what happens in your own backyard, especially like as much as the country. Start in your backyard if you can. Absolutely. If you live in Jersey City, those board of education seats are always super important to vote for. I always do a lot of research on those. Your council person in Jersey City is super important as well. So pay attention to local elections all those organizations you list listed also are super important get involved do your thing everyone yeah. all right so we're gonna play one more song from shreds dead so then we'll have played all the songs idiot head tell me about idiot head idiot head is just like his character who's pretty dumb and everybody, he makes a lot of mistakes and people kind of chastise him for it. And he becomes the uh, the person that everyone's throwing rocks at. Something like that. Dan, Joey, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for chatting with me. 
Thank I you, had Tom. a blast. We love you. Everyone. We respect you. Love you, too. We, I respect um, the hell out of you guys. We, we think you're oh. a great person, and you love music, and it's great to see someone who's so passionate about music consistently putting out content that isn't just music, that is music-related, and giving artists a platform and a voice. Tom is very nice. Thanks, man. It's my pleasure. <laughs> it's all because you do great things that I have... <laughs> a purpose so thank you and if you if you want it's a symbiotic relationship yes mm-hmm. if you want a copy of shreds dead everyone shredflintstone.bandcamp.com is available on vinyl get your copy on vinyl it's also available on all streaming <laughs> platforms so go listen to it you're about to hear Idiot Head from yeah. Shred's Dead. That was a tongue twister, but the I got it. The Idiot Head. <laughs>